doing? All righty, thank you very much. Standing ovation. This is the Stan Tuck man coming. To you live from Pod Bean, Fisherman's View on Life, and tonight we just gonna be chilling. I'm gonna say whatever comes into mind. Just wanna get out here and say hey to people. Eleven o'clock on the east coast of the America, and. Uh, don't know what time it is where you are listening, but I hope you are up and about. Things going on that makes them happy. All that good stuff. And so uh, tonight I just want to say I'm doing okay. I had, uh, I had, uh, I'm still here. Nothing major and I can't get over. But I would like to extend an invite to any and everybody that is listening to come on here and let's chat about anything that is uh, non-intrusive, uh, I'll, t- I'll say. Uh, but the fisherman's view on life is uh, all about trying to hook in regards. I might have a girl get a number or something, or a boy... He's trying to come over here to America. I told him to try to find a, a nice young lady to fall in love with. Come out. Excuse me. And hopefully uh, she could uh, get him over here on a spousal visa or something. But uh, you never know what tomorrow will bring. I hope he finds uh, a way to get here. But I told him, I said, when you come to America... Don't expect it to be an uh, easy ride because it is not cheap here. We got to pay two, three thousand dollars a month in mortgage or fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars a month in rent. That is not cheap. You come here, you go ahead and spend some bucks. And I imagine if you was out in California or New York. You be spending tall dollars. You 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 be like holy cow, Batman. This is not right. But it is a it is an amazing thing that we got going on here. Everybody, everybody uh, is struggling, but they ain't they ain't got the time to say it. But they struggling. It's a struggle out here to live. Everybody everybody gotta eat. Everybody got to sleep. Everybody got to have transportation. Now, if you're missing one of those elements, you're going to be up the creek. You got to have a car. Unless you live in the city, you can get the bus. But you can't catch the bus and buy ice cream at the grocery store. Huh? 
You can't buy ice cream and ride the bus. You just can't do it. You can't bring it back to the house. So I pity I pity the youth that are coming up. Because everything is going to skyrocket in the next 10 years where $5,000 a month as a paycheck is, is going to be nothing. Absolutely nothing. You can't, you can't uh, live off of $5,000 a month right now unless you had no bills. That's no house payment, no car payment, no grocery bill, no light bill. And you can just you can just buy gas and travel and do whatever, but for the average person, it's it's a it's a struggle, it's a big struggle. So, if you're out there listening, and you you know about the life, then uh, come on here and holler at me. Let's talk about some living in your area, because living in South Carolina, where I'm at, we got uh, what's called a food desert. In the city, they have, if you don't have a grocery store in a two-hour radius of a neighborhood, that's considered a food desert because the community people there can't get to the grocery store. You know, two miles might not seem like a lot, but a 65, 70-year-old person can't walk four miles. That's two miles there and two miles back. And then they got to have grocery. Uh, they can't do that. So, if you're in one of those uh, cities where there's a food desert, uh, hit me up. Because where I'm at, we have a Dollar General, which sells the same thing as a grocery store, minus the fresh meat. So, we don't have the fresh meat. We got processed food. Don't have fruits and vegetables. So... Not even seasonally, but uh, but uh, it is a necessity for the community to have a place to go shop. If you don't have a place to go shop for food, you know you have to creep. You can't you can't grow a garden and and uh, can all of your vegetables that you've grown. Just can't do that. You can't do that. You can't can all the fruit. And so now you got to go buy it, right? So I look at Dollar General. It's an okay place, right? But we got 250 people in this town. Unless Dollar General get a whole bunch of drive-thrus, Dollar General is going to realize they are losing money because of the lack of income amongst 250 people. 250 people can't can't uh, give you a profit. If you got five employees, you got uh, maintenance, and then you got to have a profit. 250 people can't do it. Nope. So I say in the next five years, they give a business. It's only been here like three, four years. But I said in the next five years, Dollar General closed down. Then we'll be without a, anything except the little cricket we got that it has tuna fish, a three-ounce can of tuna fish for $3. 
you can't you can't sell that to people that's making twenty thousand dollars a year an ebt card you know what i mean you can't do that so it's a it's a struggle to survive man and i don't understand how the people uh that are in charge don't realize that we are people as well we need to have a nice subsidized state grocery store you know everybody everybody gonna go there if it's a grocery store the state just take over you know they hire the people they they get the groceries they put it in then we got all these people that have got the cards and the in the grocery in the um and the regular people that are that are able to purchase stuff then we have a, a nice grocery store that'll last a long time i was looking at the uh youtube channel and this guy was going through mississippi mississippi is bad i thought i got it bad here but mississippi is is ah, you can go in mississippi and cuss real loud nobody will hear you though but you can cuss we have the abandoned buildings we have the abandoned homes but when you have uh a tremendous amount of abandoned buildings and abandoned homes that have been abandoned and grown over. Mother Nature has taken them back. Uh, you can you can uh, look at a neighborhood and go, "Holy cow, man! This ain't right. This ain't right at all." But at the same time, you can understand it because there's no industry there. You know. Mississippi has the blues, right? They got the Mississippi Delta, where the blues was founded. You know, guitar playing, harmonica playing people. But they are gone now. So the kids that are there are not blues people. They are crying the blues, but they are not blues players. You know? So you can't you can't sustain a city on has-been. Got to sustain a city on what is now. And we need a what is now here. Need a grocery store. We need an industry to come here and uh, get these few people that we have a job. A job is 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 a necessity in life, man. When I was in high school, I was begging my mother every day to let me quit. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but I think. High school is the worst place in the world to go. You are a teenager. You're sitting there learning how Hitler killed people. Can't get a job with that. You're sitting there learning how Israel did this and and uh, Africa was this, and but you can't get a job. Our uh, our school system does not reflect life. There's no way you can tell me that it's more important to learn about 1785, 1693, 1824, and all those dates, and all those wars, and all of those generals, and, uh, and you find that to be important than me having a job. But if I go out, get out of high school, and become a drug dealer 
or 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 some illicit crime person, then you're gonna be saying I had a bad childhood. He wasn't reared by his parents, and he didn't have this. He could have been so much more. <laughs> right? But in reality, you spent 12 years in school. Nowhere did the school prepare you for life. They didn't say, hey, ninth grade, you need to have a skill. So here's what's going to give you the skill. You're going to work this skill until you graduate. When you graduate, you're going to have an apprenticeship, and then you're going to be able to make some money. That makes too much sense, right? That's just, that sounds just too logical to understand. Why would I want to have a skill in today's world? Because I uh, don't need a job, is what the school system said. You don't need a job. You need to go to college. You need to go to college and college and college, which is all the school systems teach is going to college. College is not what it is. Everybody is not college bound. There are a, a whole bunch of people that look at college and go, you know, I had all of that in high school. I don't want to learn another history course. I don't want to learn another another thing about religion. I need a job. But the school system don't understand that. It's just sad. I, I am here to tell you, I begged my mother in the eighth grade. Be thinking now. I didn't know there was a, but in eighth grade, I was 13. But um, I wanted to have a gender. You're going to need a house. You're going to need a care of your family. But uh, with history, 1749 and Stonewall Jackson running up his hill and all of this stuff, it serves no purpose. Zero. In history. And they said, okay, we're hiring for you. Because we've been waiting on you to come in here. We've been looking for a person with an A in history. Oh, and you're the first one. We're going to hire you. That is not going to happen. Right? So, the depravity of reality for our school system is, is just mind-boggling, man. I cannot, for the life of me, understand how we can still be teaching the same thing. It's the same thing. And I went up to my high school. I, I walked in. I told them I wanted to uh, see the guidance counselor because I wanted to get my transcript from high school. I want everybody out here to know I was number 205 out of 272 people to graduate high school. Now I'm a retired Navy guy, right? Whoopee. I can drive any ship in the world. Whoopity doo, whoopity whoopity doo. I never wanted to drive a ship, ever. I'm from a landlocked town. There's no ocean where I'm at. I didn't see ships unless I watched TV. And I didn't go, I want to drive that. 
No, I didn't. But I said I wanted to be a bulldozer operator. Right? Nobody thought that I needed to do that. Because they didn't give me the job. They didn't give me the job training. They didn't say, hey, Willie, when you graduate, you can go over here and you can get on this bulldozer apprenticeship program and you can get your job. Right? They didn't do that. So I had to join the military. And now I'm retired. Which is okay, but it wasn't my plan. It was a necessity. And while I was up there at my high school, uh, I'm going to call it out. Union High School. Union, South Carolina. The Yellow Jackets. Go Yellow Jackets, right? Whoop-dee. But while I was at the high school with the guidance counselor, I was uh, taken aback because I turned around and I saw that they had all the flyers for all the branches of the military, just like they had 40 years ago when I graduated high school. They didn't have no apprenticeship programs there. They didn't have job placement. There's no union rep. There's none of that. It was just military. Absolutely shame. Now, this day and age, the only options for our graduates is the military. Those who don't want to go to college is the military, which is absolutely nothing wrong with the military, but it should not be the uh, one thing that you got to do for employment. should not be that. Absolutely shame. We should fire all of the curriculum writers and tell them, look, if Johnny can't get a job with this course, don't teach it. Nope. I didn't want to be a scientist, so they teach me stems and all of this. Uh, the, what's, that, what's that chart? They have all of the doggone chart names for metals and oxygen and hydrogen. I'm going, I don't want to do this. But I had to pass it, and I didn't remember a single thing that I learned in there. Single. I don't care about that. I, I've never looked at science. Don't want to do science. Okay. Everybody already has done science. I wanted to do science. But when I go get something, it's already scientifically approved. So I don't need to know all of those bias and biometrics that. You know. No, I don't. I needed a job. And I was real. And I wanted a job. And I knew that I needed a job. I have friends that have, that have had great grades suffering, suffering, because the job they got ain't paying enough. You're going, okay, I got this job, but I need another one. You know what I'm saying? This is wrong, man. We should not be set like this, where everybody got to be taught the same thing, and nobody is realizing that we need to get a job, need a career, you know what I'm saying? Need to get yourself right, because the, the, the bill collector, which calls me all the time, he says, can you make this payment? I go, not today, not today, not today, not today. Mm -mm. Say, all right, as soon as you can. I go, okay, okay, okay. But the bill collector don't care that you got an A in school. Feel me? 
He wants his money. That's how it works. But the teachers will be like, oh, you were such a great student. I like the way you take care of yourself. You did all of your homework. But at the same time, you ain't got no job. No job. Nobody is hiring you to talk about history unless you're going to what Maggie Valley or somewhere up there. Philadelphia or West Virginia wars and stuff, or you going away in Pennsylvania for stuff to be one of the tourist jobs. But for the most part, nobody's hired. You find yourself, you find yourself, uh, you find yourself crying. Out on the streets of Kensington, Pennsylvania, selling your body is using drugs and being bent over half the way because nobody's hiring. It's one bit. So that's just me. Anybody else out there that want to tell me about it? Yeah, I'm still doing my cousin thing, just for those of you that, that uh, remember me, if you listen to me. I'm still on my 23andMe. Hey, 23andMe, thank you. So all of the people that are doing the DNA from 23andMe, hey, I hope all well you all. I have been finding relatives and relatives, more relatives than I can shake stick at. But it's all good. Ain't no major, but uh, I am just, I am just uh, amazed that I got 5,000 people that have signed up. But at the same time, it's another twenty-five or thirty thousand because they have brothers and sisters. So if I got five thousand right now, and technically I got thirty thousand. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I'm looking at it, it says, test your mother. My mother passed before I get get the DNA, which I really wanted to, uh, which I really wanted to, uh, wish I could have, because there's a lot of people that are related to my mom, man, that's just blowing me away. Yeah. 
But I got 5,000 people so far. 5,000. And thus far, I've connected with about 65 or 70 of them. Just said hello. My phone was filled with my family members. But, uh, so I don't know how to get them back tough right now. I'm just looking at Jamal Panetta. Where he at? All these funny names, man. Jamal Bassanet. I, I can't pronounce it. He is my fourth cousin. Let's see what side he's on. He's on dad's side. Fourth cousin on dad's side. Mom and dad both had uh, equal amount of people. Equal amount of people. Excuse that young man. Oh, today I sent him a hello. Well, hello, New Jersey. Jersey. I got a friend. is up, so it's some thirty minutes into it. So, and I want to say hey to the people in Ghana that are listening to me. I hope all is well over there. Then I got some down in Brazil. If you're out there, I would love to talk to you again, man, to see how you're going. We came on for a minute and you had something coming. Then you left me. See, so I'm just saying hey to you. But I uh, hope everything is going good. Two, 
I didn't amazing. I didn't connect with a lot of people. And I still say that uh, a pitch. That's the whole thing, you know. Chelsea Childress. Childress. Chalice Childress. Chalice Childress. Let's see where you at. Let's see what our genetic relationship is. Skip, 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 uh, he's an A2. I don't have family. Got a lot of She got. Friend and 
Saying hello, and you're his cousin. And yes, you are. So, hey, out there, cousins. I have a slew of connections already, man. It's just amazing, 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 amazing. I would love for you all to talk back to me. I got Jeff Payne, Elizabeth Coleman Williams. She just smiling ear to ear. Hello, cousin Duffane. Hello, she's my fourth cousin. I don't know how to tell you if we are written my father's side. Is just here. Doric Harris. Doric Harris. That's a killer name. Doric. Ain't Derek. It's Doric. D A R R. The. F yep. And now. Uh, that's a good, cute name. All right, Doric, I'm going to send you a hello. Hello today, cousin. So I sent the first hello. You should come back. I'm going to go back to Deaf Fang. Deaf Fang, Deaf Fang. Tell her hello. You smiley all over. Hello today, cousin. All right. <clears throat> so that's Deaf Fang Elizabeth Coleman Williams. Anybody know her? Tell her I say hello. And we got Dalric Harris. If you know him, tell him I say hey. Then we have David Gooden. Gooden. David Gooden. Jacksonville, Florida. I didn't send him. We got a lot of people down in Florida. But anyway, it's been uh, 35 minutes. Huh. And nobody wants to come on. <clears throat> so I'm just going to call it. Get me some sleep because I need my beauty sleep. Yeah, I don't know what I look like, but I need beauty sleep, man. All right. So if you're listening to me around the world, I want you to know I thank you, appreciate you, and I hope you have a good day tomorrow, or it's already tomorrow for you, depending on where you're at. You have a great day anyway, and uh, hit me up next time, all right? So this is the Sand Tuck Man on the Podbean Live 
fisherman's view on life. I'm getting ready to sign out. I'm going to sign out. I'm going to sign out. And I'm going to say good night to all of you. Good night and good morning. All right. Let me do my countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.